It's time for Loud Pipes. The podcast that brings you the best conversations relating to motorcycles, the riding experience, and other motoring adventures. Here are your hosts for this episode, Rich Warfield, Rico Hogan, and John Maracle. Loud Pipes, episode 134. It's our fruit or flowers anniversary, which means we're wrapping up four years of podcasting. This episode will be a little celebration of our anniversary and a tribute to Modus Motorcycles. Brother Hogan, how are you this evening? Hey, 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 doing well, friends. How are you? I'm hanging in there, hanging in there. I've got a cold bevy. What about you? I sure do, too. I'm drinking the Taj Mahal Premium Lager Beer from India tonight. Holy cow. Yeah, and it comes in a pint. A pint. Step back. Step back. Mm-hmm. That's cool. It's pretty good if you haven't had it yet. I was quite amazed and bought eight bottles of it. That's quite a trip for a beer. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, Johnny John, TD, Spider Riding Fool to the East. How are you, man? Doing well, getting all ready for my big weekend trip. Yeah, you got another little big ride coming up this weekend, I hear. Yeah, yeah, going to go up and see Brother Zion. And so, other people live up that way. Oh, Dangerous Dave. I forgot. I can't forget Dangerous Dave and Old Man Slacker up there, too. Maybe, uh, hopefully, uh, Dangerous Dave will be able to get out and ride with us. We're, we're crossing our fingers. This is going to be um, Loud Pipes Meetup 1B. I, I don't know. <laughs> It's not going to be a party without you. Yeah, sorry. Anyway, you have a beverage, Johnny John? Well, since I'm going to PA, I figured I'd get out the good old yingling. Oh, nice. The lager. The classic. Yep, yep, yep. And, and how about you, my friend? What are you sipping on tonight? Well, since it's still hotter than Haiti here in Charlotte, being the middle, or not middle, first part of September, I'm cracking open a Brooklyn Summer Ale. And it's already, awesome. it's already open, so no dramatic opening. Oh, man. Hmm. <laughs> Just a sip. All right, fellas. You ready? Yes, Johnny John. Well, congratulations. On... Four years. Oh, thanks, man. Same to you, Rico. Four years of podcasting. How does that feel, fellas? I feel old. You feel old? You feel like the old timer? Yeah. <laughs> we're still kicking it with them young bucks. We're gonna have to do a we're gonna have to do like a big party next year for five, won't we? I know. Break out the the crutches and the walking sticks. <laughs> we'll get wheeled in and up on stage in wheelchairs and Someone will prop the mic up we next get some to us. Purple, purple hearts or something. Jeez, easy now, easy now. Well, while we're celebrating a little bit and enjoying four years of podcasting, we do have a little bit of news to share, and it's not really good news. Although we're still going to celebrate a little bit. Uh, if you haven't heard, uh, Modus Motorcycles has closed down. 
What? What? Has closed down. And to set the stage, let me just read a little post from their Facebook page just so that we have everything straight. Uh, the message was sent out. It says, all Modus customers, dealers, staff, suppliers, and friends. After an amazing 10-year ride, Modus is forced to shut down operations effective immediately. This week, Modus's financial backers unexpectedly inform management they will not provide sufficient capital to maintain operations and grow the business. We were surprised and disappointed, especially because we have been working so hard preparing an October 2018 product launch and new and exciting segment, as well as new features on the MST series. This is very unfortunate timing, and we will work to quickly find a new path forward for Modus Motorcycles in our American V-Twin powertrain division. So, and then it goes on with some thank yous to customers and employees and friends. Signed, uh, Lee Khan and Brian Case. Hogan, are you okay? No. <laughs> You're not okay? No. No. Ten years. And, you know, I was just thinking back to, you know, when we were walking around the factory like two one-eyed dogs in the meat house. Well, yeah, 10 years ago, but we only discovered them four years ago when the podcast started. I know, started. that's what I'm saying. You, you remember when we were just walking around there, like one-eyed dogs in the meat house? Do you remember that? Even before that. Just looking around, just all over, just take a picture with this tire. <laughs> what about this fender? Take a picture with this. Oh, yeah, you're talking about the block party. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Uh, it was crazy. We are all over the place. Let's roll it all the way back. Do you remember this? Thing that is not unknown and I'm quite certain of which is something like this. Oh my goodness. <laughs> huh? What was you that? like that? Oh. <laughs> See, that's, that's the, the, that, that sound right there. Electric can't do, can't touch that. <laughs> electric, nothing the, like electric can touch that. The, this is the epitome of loud pipes. W one more time if you didn't catch that, right? Okay. okay. Oh, that sounds amazing. What was that, a V8? Oh, that gives me goosebumps. <laughs> Holy cow. So so one one quick step back. One one of the other things I talk about, you know, with the podcast is that I want to get use it to get more into motorcycles. And this is something I stumbled on in the last couple of weeks. So that is an American design and made small block V four. What whoa. <laughs> that wasn't no V four, dude. That is a V4. They call it the baby block, and it's from a company called Modus. Oh, okay. I got to look that up. Modus. This is, this is just an awesome story. So, you know, I'll set this up a little bit. Essentially, it's, it's an all-American company. They're, they're down in Birmingham, Alabama, and it's a clean sheet design, engine, chassis, the complete bike. This, this, this is a motorcycle. This is a motorcycle. Yeah. Didn't you hear it? Listen. Sounds like any other motorcycle, right? That's, I thought that was like a... <laughs> holy cow. <laughs> holy cow, dude. Are you kidding me? They have one other one on their website. Check this out. Sounds like oh. a big block. That's awesome. No way. <laughs> and here's no the best way. part. You can buy it. What do you think of that, Hogan? That's where it started. Man, that gives me goosebumps. No kidding, huh? Wow. To think, they've been doing it for 10 years. We just discovered it four years ago. And then it right. was on from there. Yeah. 
And we've been giddy all about him, you know, ever since. And we continue to talk about him to this day. Yeah, still, still giddy. It's still a fantastic bike. Uh, it's, you know, it's heartbreaking and sad news. You know, I think, where do you go from here? You know, once your finance people pull out, what are you left with? How do you pick up the pieces and move forward? I mean, I'm sure, you know, they'll try to find other, you know, other capital. Right. You know, but. Yeah, that's the hope. Hopefully there's a, there's a new backer or backers and they're able to, you know, take the designs and, and move it forward. It's, it's a shame. They were, they were growing quite a bit since we first found, you know, found out about the company. Yeah. Bikes kept evolving and, you know, getting as, you know, as Lee said, each one better than the, than the last. And right. That's unfortunate. Yeah, that, that is, I mean, wow. I wonder, you know, I don't know how detailed the, the article gets, but do they talk about the numbers? I, no, I didn't see any. No, this was just a post on the their Facebook on their page. Facebook okay. page. Yeah, okay. okay. I haven't seen any. I mean, I've heard some other things off to the side. Not, not anything we'll mention, but yeah, I wonder. I wonder if pricing had to do anything to do with it. You know, I know they they put all the top end parts. Yep. You know, pieces on the bike to justify why it costs the way it does. I I wonder if they would have did better just, you know, as options, you know, if they want to upgrade the chain and all the other things, you know, the brakes, the exhaust. Yeah. To some degree to kind of make it more customizable, you know, and fit everyone's budget. Would that have worked for them other yeah. than just having a set price for, the you know, the two styles bikes? Yeah, I mean, we we can go on all day with hindsight, but that that's what we always talked about. And that was kind of the, you know, the hundred thousand pound uh, elephant in the room was always, Hey, you know, these things are 30 grand plus you can get a lot of motorcycle for 30 grand. And yeah, like you said, it was top shelf parts all the way around, but that, that was tough to stomach. It was yeah. just purely the price. And, yeah. And I think too, you know, being, you know, so young as a company, to charge so much for a bike and yeah. that uncertainty of that company still being around once you make that investment, you know, that's right. That's that. It, it was hard for people to probably pull the trigger to to purchase one because of that. Yeah. I know that was one of the, some of my my uh, reluctancy to yeah. to pull the trigger on something of that nature. But uh, yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens to them now. I mean, do does the price does the price go up now because people want to hold them and you know for the collectible aspect, or does the price go down because people wonder about you know finding parts and you know you're not necessarily going to have any support, or we presume there won't be any support. We don't know that yet, but you know yeah. some dealers have said they will continue to support the bike, so that's good. I've, I've seen yeah. some of that on Facebook. Or you could find yourself an old Corvette and, you know, pull the pieces from there. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So you want to hear some more audio? We've, we've queued up some audio oh, yeah. from the past and we've sort of just picked a few nuggets from basically from Rico's factory tour and his first sit down with Lee. And then of course, some good nuggets when I got to ride the bike and when Rico got to ride the bike. So mm -hmm. And we have yeah. to play the audio of, of me telling Rico that I rode the bike because that is just priceless. Oh, yeah, that hurt, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> that was surprise of the century right uh, after John's surprise in Atlanta. You're right. 
Ugh. Which I don't think anyone's going to top that. That's no, nah, no, nah, that that floored me. That's just the pinnacle. You, you can't top it. Don't try. Oh my god! And the fact that he's how he snuck it in there. Hey, that too. <laughs> I mean, just like just casual, like you know. Oh yeah. By the way, yeah, put a mic. But looking back, I think he was going to explode if he didn't tell us that night. <laughs> now that I think about it, <laughs> man. I was so wanting to tell you guys so much faster and sooner. But now it's like, no, no. Now, what would have been the kicker if I showed up to your house, Rich, on it? Well, that would have only been a surprise for me, but that would have been just as jarring as the way you laid it on us in the hotel yeah. room. Yeah. Man. Yeah. All <sighs> right. So let's go on to the topic. Yeah, let's play a little bit more here. So here's an intro to episode 20. Uh, we'll give everyone a little rundown on the episodes if you want to go find them in the back catalog. Um, I actually have to do a little work because episode 4 and 20 are not out there. Our conversion cut off at around 26, so I need to get those posted. But then the rides, uh, my ride of the MST was episode 56, and then Rico riding the MST and the R, plus the Barber recap was episode Whitley. 60. Yes, it was. Whitley, by the way. Got to get the coin in. So, all right, here we go. Mm-hmm. As we talked earlier, Rico was down to Modus in Birmingham and got to do a little factory tour. And, and then it's, he got to sit down with, with Lee Khan, the president, and, and do a little casual conversation, right? Casual interview, we'll call it. Oh, yeah. It was a great time. Cool guy, I tell you. Lee is awesome. And he took the time to kind of sh- walk me through the factory, looked at the, the bike, Looked at all the parts involved, looked at the setup, so we'll talk about more about that in the show. And we also got some audio to go along with that, so it's going to be a great show, so don't move a muscle. <laughs> yeah, grab your beverage and your popcorn. It's going to be good. And then the lead-in to the tour. I think we should start this with, uh, I guess you would say the factory tour, right? So you guys walked around, you got a nice tour of the factory and a look at parts and things like that. So uh, tell us a little bit about that. The first part of your visit there. What I would like to do is play the the actual the dyno piece. So let's let's plug that in right quick so they can get a feel for the sound of the bike. It's a heck of a way to start a tour, huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we walked in as they were dynoing a bike. And this is, that bike was the uh, MST version, not not the MSTR. So it still sounds like mm. a beast, and, and it was. So that sound is a clean shape design of the first All American V four baby block sport touring bad boy motorcycle based Amen. in Birmingham. Yeah, oh, what a beast! <laughs> what a beast! Good stuff. So I I think you were a little jacked after your factory tour. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> well, and I have to thank you for making that trip because not only did that seal the deal on our infatuation with Modus, but it also introduced us to Barber. Yeah. That was the precursor to us going down there. Lee mentioned it to you. Right. And we're going back for our third time this year. And, and I'm, I'm just as excited to go this time as I was the first time. You know, because it's, it's, it's such an awesome event. And I wish I can get more guys to go with us. 
after missing a year, two years feels like an eternity. It does. Between visits. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not missing this one. You know, hopefully we get to, you know, I don't know if Lee will be walking around there at all. I'm going to reach out to him and see if we can connect with him and just kind of so. touch base and, and, and get his, you know, his final thoughts and what has happened and where he goes from here and what his plans are for motors and that baby black motor. Um, yeah. You know, hopefully hope- they'll, they'll, they'll spin it back up. I'm sure because it's, it's an awesome bike. Yeah, I, I hope he's go there. Away. I hope him and Brian are there walking around. And I know I've heard there's no block party this year, but I hope there's still something going on. And and I'm, I know a bunch of owners will probably still show up. So I'm sure something will happen somewhere. We just got to figure out where it is. <laughs> right. And be there. Yeah, we'll have to find out. So, so now we start with the interview. And I'm just going to play a couple of little snippets of this. And this is kind of the first time we hear from from Lee Khan and then also we hear some of the inspiration for the bike which for me as a Corvette fan and a racing fan Corvette racing fan this sealed the deal as if I needed anything more but this totally drove it home um, these are some of our early prototypes these are, these are the first ones we built these ones were built um, um, with our partners Brett and Miller uh-huh. and the whole concept is just highly inspired by Z06 Z06 right uh-huh. CTSV, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what we like. So, mm-hmm. um, same guy, same thinking. You know, right? Um, it's a very much Corvette racing, right? Right. Um, ties. That's awesome, yeah. and it just sounds amazing. It's got a nice little sound. Love it. it. Love it. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really need any more, but it was like, oh yeah. And like I said, yeah, one, bro, bro. once I saw Pratt Miller on there, I was like, oh yeah, I know what they do. Yeah, <laughs> I know them. I know what they do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was cool. And then the continuation of um, the small block as a uh, inspiration platform. It makes a lot of sense for us to do something that's based on the platform we love, which is you know LS. Uh-huh. You know Chevy small block. Right. right? It's the best engine platform yeah. we know of. Yeah, for uh-huh. sure. It's banging. And, yeah. But you know why can't we? Sorry, I just have to pause there. You realize you agreed to that, Rico, right? <laughs> As a Ford guy and a BMW guy. I don't want to hear no nonsense. It. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> you knew I was going to pause there for a minute. Massage that into something that's good for a motorcycle. Right. You know, because, you know, twins are cool. And I've had a lot of twins. I love mm-hmm. all that stuff. But mm-hmm. they just have limitations. Yeah. Um, and uh, the neat thing about a V4 is, you know, you get all the torque of a twin um, but you get the smoothness of a multi-cylinder right so you right. kind of get both mm-hmm. and you know at 125 126 127 foot pounds yeah there's not much that can touch it yeah you know yeah i mean and then the growl too <laughs> and it's got that sound yeah love it mm. so i have to tell you i went back and i listened to episode four and nearly all of 20 yesterday in their entirety. And I've now listened to most of 56 and 60 as well in the last yeah. couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. You know, those, you know, I, I've done that too. It's just, you know, as you kind of flip through the, the podcast app and, you know, you just hit play as you're doing something and it starts up, you know, cause I got to set to random as, as the next one falls through and, you know, I'm picking up some of the old, 
some of our old stuff. And, you know, it's, it's just as funny. It's just as interesting. And it's just as, um, you know, I guess as, if I, if I didn't say this entertaining, yeah. um, as it was when we first originally did it. And, um, just to go back and it get, I get chill bumps really. I know it's <laughs> kind of, you know, cliche, but you know, I, I enjoy listening to our, our, our podcast and it's a, it's a good show, I think. Well now, and yeah, as part of the four year, anniversary celebration we can talk about you know our experience a little bit it took a while to get used to our own voices i know i did the first couple we recorded i I was like my voice i was like i cannot listen to this crap i hate my voice (laughs) and now i don't think of it too much i don't i'll I'll be i'll be the bad person i don't listen back no no i'm bad (laughs) yeah you are we know you are i'm I don't know. It's, I guess I look at it as it's done. It's recorded. I was part of it. Move on. Oh, Man, I sometimes guess. I have to go back. Sometimes I go back and when I have to do notes for rich or stuff, um, you know, I try to, then I go back and listen to see what I miss if it's been a long delay, but usually I can remember what we talked about. Uh, we used to listen to the podcast like four or five times before we posted it. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> you yeah. know, in the beginning, oh, goodness. You know, me and Rich would go back and forth. Oh, cut this out. Oh, no, nah, no, nah, take that out. No, no, no. Okay, move this sphere. You know, we used to be so anal about our posting of the shows. Uh, it was funny. And now we're just kind of relaxed about, you know, how we yeah. how we post everything now. So it's kind of cool and to see how we've evolved and got more comfortable with our, with our own way of doing things and just letting it all flow. And I tried to be, you know, too anal and, and perfect. Um, well, I think so. It's nice. Yeah. I generally listen back, um, about twice all the way through, you know, usually with, with a variety of gear, you know, usually the, the good studio headphones when I'm editing and things like that. And then I'll listen back with like earbuds to see what it sounds like. I'll listen in the car over Bluetooth. Yeah. And just I have another little Bluetooth speaker uh, from Bose that I use and just different little places. I even play it on a laptop once in a while just to see, you know, on yeah. a real small tinny speaker, like, does it still come through okay? Right. And that's kind of, it's QC, but it, it helps me remember, honestly helps me remember what we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> yep. so, so I can go back and say, oh yeah, we did cover that. Or yeah, I did say I was going to buy that bike, didn't I? Like yeah. 40 times. Like, oops. <laughs> The live while is still coming. Still coming. It's There's still, still a coming. chance to to pay that one off. There's still a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I may have missed out on a modus, but live wire yeah. can still happen. I wonder, I wonder, yeah, you know, will it be more or, or less expensive to get one of those things now? Because now you're like, ooh, now I now I really want one. You know? And to have it autographed by Lee and Brian, that'd be awesome. I think now, I think initially, kind of like knee jerk, this is just total speculation on my part. I think you're going to see a little bit of a fire sale because yeah. dealers aren't going to want to hold them. People that aren't truly into it that have the bike, well, if they aren't truly into it, they probably don't have the bike to begin with. But <laughs> right. you know, anyone who was on the fence and ended up purchasing it anyway, I think we'll, we'll ditch it. And then after a period of time, when that settles out, then I think the prices will increase again. Mm-hmm. So just pure speculation. I think the next six months to a year probably be a little bit of a fire sale. Mm-hmm. 
I like to get my hands on one. Yeah, I was just starting to look at used ones. I mean, there were some MSTRs already in like the mid 20s, like 25, 26. That's still expensive. Still expensive, but that's 10, yeah, 10 grand I, off a list. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you can buy a new Ducati for that. Um, let's see. Moving forward, the other cool thing that we liked is obviously it's a awesome sounding V4, uh, the design of the bike, the top shelf parts, but we also like that it was designed and built all in America. So True. let's hear about that a little bit. All right. I like buying American bikes, but um, there just really wasn't anything that does what, you know, without this bike maybe could do. And, uh-huh. So we tried to put it together and then we said, well, we got to have a motor. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We could get an SNS or, you know, mm-hmm. we could get a Rotax or whatever. And we're like, we did that. What would be the point? Right. You know what I mean? It's just like everything else. Yeah, we could just, you know, then we're just a chassis company. Right. Um, so there's really no point in doing that. Mm-hmm. So we said, all right, well, let's build an engine. So uh, we went to Detroit, signed up some guys up there to you know, help us. Uh-huh. And uh, brought Pratt Miller on. That was good. Yeah. And, um, you know, we just tried to build something that we thought would be cool. Right, right, yeah. right. I think that was huge. Deciding to build their own motor in addition to an all new bike was really the, the differentiator. Yep. Cause, cause even look at Confederate, which is now Curtis, you know, as crazy as those bikes are, you know, that was someone else's engine in there. Yeah. And I think it still is with the electrics. That's all comes from zero, doesn't it? Mm, I believe so. Yeah. I think you're right. But yeah, the, to, to, to to start from a clean slate to build the bike to build the motor to do everything you know is a true american muscle motorcycle yeah you know they did it and uh it rides amazing and you know everything is the best you can put on a motorcycle you know and the seating ergonomics is you know adjustable to 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 suit you to, for the best ride that you can yeah and, do on that particular bike yeah and if you had the adjustable handlebars you had all of that too oh yeah the ride it, it's the crazy. reach the wrist angle all that adjustability everything yeah it, it, it was nuts how much cust- how customizable it is um and to be able to 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 feel comfortable in the seat and ride the bike the way it needs to be ridden uh, was, you know, kudos to Lee and, and Brian for designing such an amazing bike. Yep. It was just sad to see him go already. And they were fast, too. So let's hear him talk a little bit about the land speed records. Oh, yeah. It's fast. We could go back out to Bonneville. We, we ran the records up pretty high. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so... Um, if we would, we'd just be going against our own records. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we, we actually didn't have any idea what we were doing when we got there. Uh-huh. It was our first time out there. Okay. Um, should have had to be a blast though. Oh, it was cool. It was great. Yeah. Um, but now we, you know, every run we did, we went faster. I rode, I think I rode a 149 and then a 163 and then a 165 and a 169, you know, so we were, we were inching them up. It, it takes a minute to figure out, yeah. you know, how to do it. Right. You know, very, yeah. uh, the surface is very unusual and, the tuning and everything like that. So I think we could go a lot faster if we went back. Nice. Land speed records, which they'll still hold. 
Can't take those away. All right. You know what I, you know, listening back to that, I agree with him a lot on, on a lot of things. Mm-hmm, right. Mm, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and this is the, the final piece for that interview, which was, was the send off. And it, it seemed like you two had a, a genuine good time. And to know that you guys did it from the ground up, you know, it's amazing. I wish you all the success. Thanks, man. This is an awesome accomplishment. Thanks a lot. Really. That was your interview. Good job, buddy. Yeah. And I think that was one of the, one of the first ones we actually sat down with a proper, you know, builder and, 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 you know, and uh, had a conversation and and really came away with it just in awe and just wanted to celebrate their bike and help you know, push them forward uh, as much as we could. And I think, uh, because, I think that was the field debut for the Tascam, even though I was using it in the studio to record against, I think that was the first time we used it in the field. Yes, it was actually. Yeah. I said that buddy right on the, on the table. That's why it kind of seems a little echoey, but yeah, I remember thinking I should have just, you know, waved it back and forth <laughs> as we talked, but I was like, ah. and every time one of you guys pounded the table, Right, right into came through. Way. I was like, oh, you know, it, you know, as we listen back to that, I'm like, oh, why did we, why did I put it on the table? And you can hear like one of you guys takes a drink from a soda can. You just hear the clink. Yeah. On the table. It's funny. <laughs> because when, when you talk to Lee, I don't, I don't know if he's Italian or whatever, but he uses his hands a lot. And, you know, as he talks, he's, you know, waving them and slamming on the table, as you can hear. And, it, you know, he's he's such a cool laid by guy. And, um, you know, just to sit around and talk about motorcycles and, you know, what he's got going on and the future and everything. And just, you know, you know, he's a, just a down to earth family guy, you know, that owns his own motorcycle company. And it was just great to sit down and talk with him. Right. Or used to. Used to. Sorry. Well, he might, you know, he may still be putting around in the garage. You never yeah, know. Right. You know, maybe we'll just start doing customs with that motor in it. Who knows? Yep. So, yeah, that's how we got started. Um, like I said, that's episode 20. Uh, I'll get that up on the, the feed uh, in the next, well, let's say the next couple of weeks. I'm not going to say days because things are busy, but we'll definitely get that into the feed episode four and 20. So everyone can hear those. Uh, maybe that'll be our, our fourth anniversary treat. So then you have to fast forward another 36 episodes, <laughs> which at that time was over a year because we were, well, we started every other week and then eventually we went to weekly, but you know, at least 36 weeks, but probably closer to a year before one of us actually got a chance to ride one. And yeah. it's still pains rico to hear it but i'm gonna play it anyway ah, the first one to ride it was me <laughs> you son of a bitch there's another reason why i didn't like this bike and that's because the bike i rode first was head shoulders waist legs and feet above the multistrada <laughs> and i have to give you a little setup for the bike so hold yeah. for a second the neat thing about a v4 is you know, you get all the torque of a twin, um, but you get the smoothness of a multi-cylinder. Right. So you right. kind of get both. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at 125, 126, 127 foot-pounds, yeah. there's not much that can touch it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean... And then the growl, too. <laughs> and it's got that sound. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
No, you can't. You son of a bitch. There it is. There it is. I rode the Modus, baby. Oh, you suck. I rode the MST and it was red. Bright friggin' red. Uh, No. Yes, I did. I don't know what's funnier. <laughs> you grousing about it or this Skype hammered you at the same time. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, brother. I hate to do it to you, but. Man. And Johnny made me keep the secret. It's his fault. <laughs> Damn you, John. Twice. Sorry, man. Love you, brother. Yeah. <laughs> it was good because. We would have never pulled that off if you knew. Oh, I know. I know. Uh, I was, uh, anyway, go ahead. And are you, you playing more of that or are you just are you done rubbing it in? No, I'm done rubbing that part in. Okay. Did, you had no idea, right? None. None. No idea. It totally took me by surprise. And I was really kind of like, because uh, I, I think the plans was we were going to try to do it at Barber, I think, or something. That's I can't correct. remember that. Yeah, yeah, we were going to try to do it. Well, which you did end up doing, right? Um, four episodes later. Well, yeah. And the kicker is, Rico, you can throw it in Rico in, in Rich's face that you actually got to ride with Lee, right? <laughs> so I mean, I have that one too. If you want it. Oh yeah, yeah, we got to hear that one. All right. Yeah. One of the cool things we got to do Sunday is we spent a couple moments with Mr. Lee Khan again, the president of Modus. And Rico got a few minutes also with Brian Case from Modus, who's the head designer. Yep. And 56. Correct. Episode 56. Okay. Loudpipes.net slash 56 if you want to hear my test ride and surprise to Rico. Uh huh. So, Rico, in addition to having. Gotten an interview with Brian and Lee. Well, I helped you with, with Lee as well. Right. He got to ride the MST and the MSTR with Lee. You dog, you. <laughs> I got a private demo ride with Lee. You two went out and thrashed the bejesus out of these two things. Oh, did we ever. And it was such a such an event for me. And it's such a, a, a honor to be riding with someone with, with, with such a talent for me. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. You, you one up me. Uh, yeah. Cause that to get, to <laughs> just imagine getting a private tour with the owner of a motorcycle company that's making these awesome bikes and to be able to ride both bikes yeah. and to ride them at speed. I mean, uh, it was like, uh, you, 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 yeah, I, I totally blew yours out the water mm-hmm. with that one. Yeah, because that was amazing. I barely broke the highway speed limit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I went way, way past. We were just toddling along. It was, I mean, it was still fun to ride. I appreciated the, the demo that I got, but. The demo I got was the way you want to ride it. Yeah. If and, you were to own it. And we have the video, too. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a great time. And I, I learned something that day, too, is, you know, the difference between the two bikes, you know, as we talked about, the, the adjustability with the handlebars and so forth and sitting upright. With the with the R, you set kind of like a sport bike. You sit down on the handlebars and 
it's more of a um, a crash rocket feel, almost a crash rocket feel. With the other one, it was more upright, and I didn't really ride it as hard or felt as comfortable riding it as hard. Yeah, but um, just the bars at that position. Yeah, it's just the bars in the seating. It just totally threw me off, and I did not feel comfortable. I, you know, it's Lee was able to get on it and and thrash it, yeah. no problem. He left me you in the dust. Yeah, and I just kind of babied it, and it's like I don't know. I just didn't feel comfortable. Sorry. Well, it's but I, yeah, you just you'll get used to it after a while. I'm sure. Just like anything. Yep. But yeah. So that episode is on our feed in its entirety. That's episode sixty, uh, loudpipes.net slash sixty, and you can hear that one. That's actually the. It's also the roundup of our trip to uh, Barber from that mm. from that visit because we were looking back the first year we went. We didn't record anything there, so we just came home and did a little recap. Yeah. I think the first year we went to enjoy it. Much like we're doing this year. Right. Correct. Talking about that. Yes, sir. We'll kind of do a little, maybe a little U-turn here. But since the last episode, we talked about going to the most block party on Saturday night. What are we going to do now? I don't know. Barbecue. <laughs> Barbecue, yeah. <laughs> well, I think it all starts at happy hour, does it not? It does. Okay. All right. Yeah. Hey, we can figure it out. Maybe we'll just do a we'll just do a dinner or something. We'll do um, you know, like a little brew pub meetup or something. All right. I, I, I'll I'll ping somebody. I know somebody down there. I know. I know you do. Pings have been sent. <laughs> I'll make another ping. One ping, Johnny. One ping. Ah, uh, let's see. What else, Hogan? Anything else you want to reminisce about? <sighs> I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot a little bit. Do you mind? No, okay, go ahead. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does. <laughs> I'm an introvert, so sorry. I gotta. If you if you had twenty grand land in your lap, would you buy one today? Or I'm sorry. Yeah, thirty yeah. grand full full price. Yeah, yeah, would you buy? Yeah, one? yeah. I would. I would buy one. I would. If I had that fall in my lap, I would totally buy one, just for nostalgia reasons, <laughs> and to have that bike and that motor. But it'll be the R. It'll be in the the, the black and red. Mm. I I like the one that I rode in red. It was it was sharp looking bike in red. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. It's very nice. I went back and watched a little bit of the video too. My ride the video blues. was depressing because the audio was terrible. Nah. I'm sorry. That was my fault. Oh, it was my mic. I didn't have the mic for the camera for the GoPro. Yeah. Not your fault, Johnny. I tried to do the best I could. Sorry, what were you saying, Rico? The blue. The blue. You like the, the what was it? Laguna blue? Yeah, that's what nice blue. It? Do with the black frame, the red calipers. Yeah. I wonder if we'll get to hear what the plans were for 2018, like what the new bike was going to be. Wonderful here. Maybe we'll have to set up an interview. Let's set up an interview with him. Him and Brian. I think it was going to be a naked. I think I saw some place it was going to be naked. Yeah, what that, about the supercharge? That was the pictures I saw on at least on the Facebook group is they had a picture of what appeared to be a, a naked model and I think Brian Case's comments were that it was coming along nicely, but for another time now. Yeah, the supercharger, Rico, it's a good point. That one was crazy. And there were some one-offs out there too. Like Fuller did a, I think it was Fuller, 
we did a custom around that bike. Did I lose you guys? No, no. Okay. I'm just thinking about Lee. Oh. <laughs> Motors. Well, hopefully we get some time with him when we get to Alabama. Yeah, I'll have to call him. Be nice. Hook it up. Yep. Okay, John, John, anything else from you? We'll go around the table real quick, and then we got to thank some people. Skip me for a minute. Skip you for a minute. All right. Hogan, you need a minute? Go ahead, bro. For your closing thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess my my final thought is just uh, kind of a summary of what we've, pretty much what we've already said. You know, it's a fantastic motorcycle. It was neat to see the progress of a clean sheet design, the the V4 engine, all of that was great. You know, couldn't couldn't wait to ride it. And then when I rode it, couldn't wait to buy one. Of course, don't have the funds to do that or buy any motorcycle at this point. But <laughs> it would definitely be nice to have in the garage and and even even sweeter now if you had one. I think because there may be no more produced. We don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't know what the future holds. So, and I think I agree with you, Rico. I would, I would buy one. I wouldn't be afraid of that. Yep. You know, you'd be able to get parts or make parts or make something fit. I mean, you can get those, you can get those suspension parts. You can get the wheels. You know, the right. only, the only hard part will be, you know, if they, if you're not able to get anything for the engine over right. time, but you know, maybe you find something out of another engine that fits or, like but you just think of all the guys who have no idea about this bike and you pull up next to them on yeah. this bike. Yeah. You'd be like, what is that? Right. I mean, ugh. interesting. All right. You ready now for your left? Yeah. Thought? Okay. You're just going to cry. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I mean, Yeah. Well, my final thought on this is just, you know, I want to sit down with Lee and, you know, it's heartbreaking to, to that. We'll have to have the conversation, but, you know, I'm optimistic as far as, you know, what he has in plan or in store for us next time. Maybe it's a re- total revamp of the bike. Maybe it'll look totally different if they decide to keep it going. You know, so, you know, we'll see, you know, I'm, I still have high hopes uh, for uh, for Lee and Brian to to come back and hit the ground running with with all their fresh ideas, maybe there were some restraints and something that they couldn't, what they wanted to do to the bike and they couldn't do because of whatever reasons. And maybe now that they've lost this backer, they maybe they can start to do. I don't know, you know, speculation again. But uh, hopefully, you know, they come back and you know come back just as strong. That would be neat. Yeah. It would be neat to see somebody just pick it up and, and carry forward. That would be cool. Yeah. All right, John. Did I saw long enough? Yeah, I did. Sorry about that. Um, you know, it's a cool bike. It's really awesome, I think. And it's sad to see another company go down. I think they had great thoughts and great um, ideas. I think if you really get down to it, it's hard for... it's hand bill and i understand the price but i think the price if you want to go back did hurt them i think to drop it's a very unique bike and i agree but i think at 30k that's a lot for a normal person to just go up and drop so yeah well and when you and when you looked at like you have said 
and even if you go ride the BMW, um, what is it, the S1000 or XR that you rode? Mm-hmm. I mean, you had a bike that had just as much power, had more tech in the motor, and was $10,000 less. So you kind of go in that little, you start weighing your options. Right. Um. I, I think it's really unique that if anybody does have one, they need to hang on to it because it is history now. You know, you have a bike that there's only, if you remember back, I think the first or second year when we were with at the, I think it was the first year we were in Barber. I think they said they were putting out 13 a month up at that point. So if you look at that, maybe they're putting a hundred bikes out. Let's say they put a hundred bikes out a year, right? 10 years. That's a thousand bikes that are out in the market. Yeah, that's it. So, and I bet you it's less because even though they started up for ten years, I bet you it took them quite a while to get the first one out. Well, yeah, they weren't making thirteen a month the first month, so right. So, let's say you got five hundred out in the out in the world of this bike. So it's really cool. Um, hopefully they can figure out something. Maybe somebody will come along and pick it up. Don't know. That would be cool. That that would be the I think the the best case scenario is a a new backer just steps forward and on you go. Yep. All right, cool. All right. Well, let's take a moment and recognize the people who continue to make our show possible and on this 4th anniversary, we certainly appreciate it. And we do that by thanking the riders of Loud Pipes for their continued support. That would be our first 5 group. Marcus, Rickard, Edward, Jebby, and Zion. Thank you, fellas. Much appreciated. Slack pack would be Chuck, Nobby Tire, Old Man Slacker, Sir Mike, and Squatchy Pete. The barbershop level would be Chad, Steven, and Jacob, who's on the line. Jacob Terrell, or Terrell. I didn't ask him how he says that, but <laughs> Jacob is the newest member of the Riders of Loud Pipes, and we welcome him into the clubhouse this week and all the shenanigans that happened in there and look forward to seeing him later this month on the hangout. Uh, then we have Steve, Micah, Kenny, Dangerous Dave, James, Bronco Ride, Rich, Joe, and Sean. That makes up our riders group. Nice, healthy group. Thank you, fellas. And then we have Darren in the Motorcycles and Misfits podcast and Jared round out the insiders. So you can become a member of this group. It's very easy. Just visit loudpipes.net slash donate and select the support level that uh, matches your level of value. So we follow the value for value model, which is a nod to the, the no agenda show. That's how they operate as well. And just it's a simple, simple model where you just provide the return that you feel uh, you've received on the other end. Jacob is the one that sent us feedback here probably about what a month ago to me saying that I was going since I was going west that if I was going through Albuquerque he would love to meet up so and that's our plan so we're going to meet up and so that's cool and he rides an FJ09 which is sweet (laughs) yeah makes you a little jealous very rich (laughs) all relative All right, all right. We talked about some new Harleys and some new Indians last week. And it looks like Indian wasn't done. There's a new chieftain in town. Anyone? Anyone care? Anyone? Anyone? Not really. Mm -mm. Okay. Don't care. Moving on. Well, I'll I'll tell you, I'll give you an opinion. (laughs) 
And this has been talked from with Brother Bacon. Uh, oh, the Indian expert, Brother Bacon. Oh, yeah. The, the Indian, Indian expert. expert. This ought to be you good. Ready? You ready? It's going to be real good. Let me sit down over here. Hold on. Me too. Hold on. All right. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Shoot. He says, it's a copycat of a street glide. Whatever. Oh, Bacon. I swear. There you go. Well, I, w- I will say the fairing now looks closer to what a street glide looks like, but I don't know. It's still Indians. It's still got Indians flair to it. Yeah, it just looks better. That's all. Look, we're, we're, we're not going to do the downshift <laughs> from the last episode again. <laughs> it looks way, way better. Well, the, the part that looks way better is the slimmer front fender that exposes the brake rotors and calipers and all that. That's a touch they needed since day one. Yeah, that 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 does look good. Uh, heads off to them for fixing that. What do you think about the rear bags? They're a little extended, a little reshaped slightly. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, I, I, I'm really digging um, the new look that Indians put down these bikes. And uh, I think it'll just attract more people to uh, switch over <laughs> and leave that Harley in the dust. Now, one one little miss here. So they've sort of, I'm going to use the term modernized. I don't know if that's right, but they've kind of modernized the front end with that fender and opening up the wheel and all that. The style of the war bonnet's got to change. It looks out of place. You know what I mean? You think? Look at the main picture on Indian's website. It's just, it's looking a little bit more modern, a little less retro. And then you got this thing stuck on the front of the fender that to me doesn't go. Just take it off, make it smooth. Or recess it or reshape it or something. doesn't fit. Are you talking about the little Indian that glows in the dark in the front? Yeah, isn't yes. that called the war bonnet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'll just Mr. Indian? Because sure, a, <laughs> a lot of people don't know, so I was just trying to pull it out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be factual. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. Settle down. Settle down. All right, I'll get my I- panties back on. Hold on. <laughs> I like it. Okay. You like I that think, on the fender? You think that's cool? I, I like I like it. Even when I when I pull up behind cars at night, I look for that little bonnet on the mm, front. Do you? I do. I do. I look to see him. I say, God, there, he's still there. Thanks. All right. He's shining the light. Show me the way. Well, there's a lot of other features that give it away. <laughs> Gaudy and otherwise. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so not to kind of go on with this with bacon oh, but i kind of will have to go with his assessment that it kind of does look like a street glide it looks better than a street glide i mean you're getting you're getting a better looking rear end you're getting bigger bags you're getting a better bike you're getting a smoother bike. Um, the ride is going to be a lot better. Smooth, uh, smoother? Really? Yeah, smoother. Yeah, because, you know, come on. Let's be real. I'm just saying that if you, in hindsight, not trying to go overall, but the designs look almost similar. Well, it, it's a well, it's a fairing. It's a fork-mounted fairing. There's only so much you can do. I mean... Even look at Victory as far as they tried to go with their angles and shapes. I mean, you know, from a distance, 
the victory in Indiana Harley. You know, you well, gotta be same. you gotta be into yeah. it to know the difference. Yeah, you gotta know. Yeah. So and just then when you read the badge, yeah, it's like, oh wait, oh wait, that's an Indian. Oh my goodness, I, I remember my dad used to have one of those. We used to ride it all the time, and you know, twenty minutes later, you're able to get on your bike and drive away. <laughs> but you know, you don't have that with a Harley. You know, no yeah. one cares. And I'm yeah, gone glad. I finish gassing up and I ride away. No one bothers me. <laughs> you don't. You have to wait on me. Okay. You have to wait. It's like, Rico, really? Come on. Yeah, yeah. Just fire up the bike so we can go. <laughs> I don't so, know. I well, think... what, do you, what do you think of the, the single headlight in the front and the, the bulkiness around the headlight? What do you think about the new fairing? I think the fairings, yeah, I think it's a little too bulky around the light. But was it a dual headlight before? Am I missing something? No, you had the two little um, it was three. fog lights. Yeah, it was three lights. I thought that was unique to the Roadmaster. Nope. No. All right, hold on. I'm going to go back in time. So, okay, so they did do the, the triple light setup on the Chieftain. You're right. I forgot that. Uh, I don't know. Something, mm, something's amiss. I can't put my finger on it, though. Maybe once they do, like, uh, a... Uh, you know, two color, two tone, or tricone uh, color on the front fairing. Will it start to really show its curves and whatnot? Maybe to accentuate it a little bit. I don't know. We'll see. I think. Okay, I think the miss is the black bezel around the light. That should be chrome. Yeah. That's chrome, fellas. Come on. I mean, that should be chrome. You're right. That should be chrome. Somebody, somebody just got walked out in the design mm. department. I can tell. Mm. <laughs> Maybe they'll put a chrome insert in there. Maybe that's a, a an add-on you can do. <laughs> Go over to your local catalog. Yeah, maybe they're at the exception. Maybe they're playing the the Harley game where you put a couple of pieces on there that don't quite match, and that's the ones everyone buys from the accessory catalog. Right. It's like, oh, right. well, we've got all the fasteners are chromed out except for these five down here. Mm-hmm. Which you can that's get. That's going to cost you over three hundred dollars. Right. That's something Harley would do to you. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. The headlight, at least make that ring chrome. I don't know. I would, I would narrow that up a little bit too, at least from the pictures. It looks a little too bulky in the center because you're right. Once they drop those other two lights, now it looks too bulky in the center. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm looking back at the, what do they call now? The chieftain classic. And it's the, the symmetry was way better. Yeah. If I can use such a technical term as way better. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the other thing I don't like what they did here with the bike too, is instead of, you know, the Chrome, uh, uh, pieces, the chieftain now comes with the Harley black casing around the, the buttons and, and knobs and everything. So mm. that, that, that's a deterrent for me really. You're talking about all the controls, right? All the controls, yeah. Yeah, the switch housings are all black now. Yep, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that. You know, to me, that was a reason to get an Indian because all those things were chromed out for you already. So you didn't have to do all that because it was done for you. Now, they're they're jumping on the Harley bandwagon where now you, if you want that, you got to pay extra. Even with the grips. Well, how do you think they're going to make some extra money? Right. They need it, right? See, to me, keep, it looks keep, like... Keep the cost of the bike low and and add accessories. I think this is what we talked about with, with Modus. You know, maybe, you know, this is the way to go. You know, 
keep the price keep, down. Keep the price down. So if you want to do it later, whenever you're able to save up that thousand dollars or whatever, you can do all those pieces yourself this and is, do it the way you want. This is still twenty two thousand dollars though. Right. And what do you think of the new seat? Looks like a board. It does. <laughs> Honestly, God, it looks like a piece of lumber. Someone just sawed off the end and put a put another one on top for the passenger and called it a day and went home early. Yeah, I wonder how that feels. Uh, I think two people yeah. got fired at Indian now. <laughs> the headlight ring designer and the seat guy or gal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're too harsh. I think with but, the style, though, it looks like they went halfway with the blacked out treatment. And I think that's what's grinding me is the the turn signals are chrome. And then you have chrome pipes and the 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 fake uh, push rod tubes and stuff like that. And then you have the black bezel and the black wheel and the switch housing and stuff like that. It's like halfway to being blacked out. So it's not classic. It's not a dark horse. It's like unfinished. Yeah. It's an like in-betweener. It's one foot in and one foot out. It's in yeah. the middle. The dark horse was done done right. I'm yeah. I will give them that. The dark horse is sweet. Well, we'll see. You know, we're judging it from the internet pictures. You know what I'm saying? Wait till let's let's see it in person before we really bash them. So and write it. Let's write it again. So I have to make a trip. Yeah. Yeah. This week, Rico, I got a job for you. Woo! Woo. You need to go ride the Street Glide and the Chieftain. Back back to back. Back to back and give us a report. 2019 demo truck here this weekend at Harley. What? And then is it really the 10 year? I think the 10 year anniversary of Indian of Charlotte is in a week or two. Mm-hmm. I saw that. Got that email. Yeah. Some stuff coming up. Stuff coming up. But man, instantly the old chieftain looks old. Now I've seen the new one. Like the old yeah. one looks really old. You know, I'm, I'm looking at one of the pictures from the internet. And looking at the guy, the gray one, he's all in his jeans, his black jacket, black helmet, you know, sunglasses and all. And you know what? It looks pretty good. The Chieftain Dark Horse in the Thunder Black Smoke. That one is done right. Yeah. That's well done. The white one? Yeah, I think I'm with bacon. <laughs> A white Dark Horse? What? <laughs> yeah. How, can, how do you do that? This should be like <laughs> Shadow or Storm or something. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what you would call it, but it's not a dark horse. Yeah. Lightning. Casper? White lightning. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it looks good. Yeah, that one's well done. I'll, I'll give him props for that one. Even even the brown one. I don't know if I could do a brown, but uh, it's like a flat matte type of, you know, bronze. Yeah, is it brown? Yeah, you're right. It's like copper, bronze. Yeah. What do they call that color officially, John? TD. 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 Yeah, yeah. Huh? 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 What do you want to know? Time to earn that paycheck. What do you want to know? What what color is that brown? Brown. It's not <laughs> brown. They call it thunder black poop. smoke. It's called poop. It's called poop. <laughs> it's poop. The Indian dark poop. <laughs> 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 All right. Let me see if I can find it. <laughs> You can get a you can get a dark horse in black. You can get a dark horse in white, or the dark poop edition. Give me a few minutes. I'll see if I can find out. That's all right. We got all night. Take your time. Yeah, well, I don't have all night. 
Oh, let's see. There wasn't anything else on Indian from last episode you want to talk about, was there? The Scout, I heard, got a a USB port and some other things that we didn't Yay. talk about. We just kind of made fun of them last week. Yep. Which is fun. And then you and Rico, or you and Rico, you and Bacon really Bacon. went at it in the downshift. It was like uh, man. a couple if of we, old we, biddies on the porch. <laughs> just back and forth. That was a good time. Too bad we didn't have that in the show. They, they probably would have enjoyed it. I don't know. After a few minutes, I kind of tuned you guys out. Really? you? There's no way you could have. <laughs> yeah, it was impossible to tune you guys out. <laughs> There's no way you can. No tuning. No tuning. Uh, you want to talk about that Harley news? I see you put a little, little link in there. I, I, I have the color. It's bronze smoke. Thanks, Bacon. If you just look bronze. in the chat room. <laughs> <laughs> like two minutes ago, too. <laughs> bronze smoke. Okay, so we have, was it Black Thunder Smoke? Stroke, what do they call that? Well, it's called uh, Thunder Black Smoke, White Smoke, and Bronze Smoke. White Smoke, that's what they're going with, huh? All right. White Smoke. Cool. All right, Rico, now you want to get to your Harley article about them going now, going tech? Or you just wanted me I, to look at that? Well, we were just, yeah, yeah. I was, I was thinking about it. It's like, yeah, we, I think we beat that over the, beat that a couple times in our last episode. So, yeah, we got to talk about it. All right. You still excited to see the live wire? You want to ride it? Actually, yeah. Still, I want to ride the 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 the, the, the released one. You know, the one that they're going to put out there for all America to enjoy. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's going to be interesting to uh, see and hear and experience this bike in its, you know, awesomeness. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm curious to see. I'm curious to see it in person. As I knock right. the mic over, I'm curious to see if I still get that same passion just visually. And then, of course, the ride, if it's that same feeling. Of course, it's been three years, so who knows? It's been a while, you know, almost for almost guys, you know, it, yeah, you know, we had to go back and look at the pictures. And I think when we talked about the bike, we love the way it looked. Mm-hmm. It's just the battery, you know, we were just. The, there was too many unknowns about the battery and the long, you know, how much, how, how many miles can we get out of a charge and blah, blah, blah. Oh, the prototype but, got like 50 miles. Yeah. Was, Something like that. And at a time when, when zero was already way past that. Yeah. But I, I still want to hear it. I want to feel it. I want to feel the acceleration. I want to see how nimble, if it's still as nimble as it was. Uh, and if it's still making you smile. You know, and to and, and get those hard ball figures as far as how far I can go on it. Yeah. Oh, cool. Any other U turns, John or Rico? Well, otherwise, I got a little garage update, and then I think we're done. Yeah. All right. Let's do that. Well, I did a little more wrenching on the beloved R6, and uh-huh. I'm pretty sure now I've found the oil leak. Yeah, I found it. Hey. I think I found it. Where, where was it? Uh, I don't know what the was cover, I right? the cover was is I right? called. Was I, was I right? No, you were not right. Yes, I was. <laughs> no, you were not. Yes, I was. You said it was the clutch cover. It's not the clutch cover. Okay, well, I was talking about that cover that you're talking about. Oh, now you don't know what it's called. <laughs> that was the clutch cover. <laughs> no, the, 
the cover on the right side of the engine, the smaller one, and when you open it up, under it is the chain drive for the cams. So at the top, at the very top of the seal, or at the top of the cover, it looks like the gasket either over time or whatever, it wasn't even, it wasn't seated properly. Like it had like a little dip to it. So that top part, the gasket wasn't there. So it was basically just metal to metal with a little bit of a gap. So I took it out on the highway, ran it, I don't know, it was only in second or third gear. <laughs> so I could keep it at 10 to 12,000 RPM. And then when I got back home, there was oil all over the place and I could see it right away. So that was cool. And again, Rico, fun riding it without the body work on it. I think that's what's going to end up happening to that bike. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but when the bottom part of the body work is off. Yeah. I it's a different bike, it. isn't it? I just love a, it. Yeah. <laughs> I need to somehow make the upper part of the fairing sort of reshape so it doesn't look like the bottom part is missing. Yeah. If I can somehow just trim it. Round it or yeah, something. Round it yeah, round it or trim it or something, then just ride it like that. Yeah. Be awesome. You got to fabricate it. It'd be like half naked. Yeah. <laughs> you know, keep the t- the upper fairing and the whole dash and the right. the little screen windscreen and stuff like that, but the whole lower part just gone. Let me see those pipes. Yeah, half naked, as Bacon says. All right, well that's it. That's my wrench, and so I'm waiting on a gasket. And once that comes in, we'll button it up. See if it happens again. Has your part shipped yet? No. Did you call them? I'm not gonna call them out, but I'm disappointed. Did you call them? No. Just to let you know where you got it from. Matthew ordered something as well, and they finally shipped today. Well, yeah, I ordered something last Friday. And he did it over the weekend, I think. Found out that such place that I used to love is closed on Saturdays now, which is, I think is new, or at least from what I remember. And then, of course, being Labor Day weekend, nothing happened, and it was just shipped today. I finally, I got an email that the the O-rings that I ordered, which I thought was the problem, shipped but they didn't ship the gasket which i ordered second oh so we'll see maybe i ship tomorrow maybe either way not going to be fixed this weekend unless Mm. matthew's fun machines has one in stock probably not. oh i got one for you Uh oh did you guys know that there's a helmet with air conditioning (laughs) i did see that yeah Uh, yeah it's a thing have you seen anyone actually wearing it it seems a little gimmicky to me Mr. Cool no I have not seen it no you got a link for me something I can look at yeah let me get you a link hold on well we can continue that in the downshift if there isn't anything else we'll uh, close down we only have one event really coming up and that is the what is this the 14th annual Barber Vintage Festival Correct. We will be down there the fifth through the seventh, leaving here then somewhere sometime on the fourth, and then John is going to be heading west all the way through uh, like October twenty first, right? Yes, give or take. And you've got more stops and meetups planned than I can remember, but we'll just say it's a lot, a whole mess. How's that for specific? All right. Well, thank you, fellas. And before we sign off, I would like to again thank the Riders of Loud Pipes for their continued support. 
And if you're interested in joining our little group and supporting the show, you can visit loudpipes.net forward slash donate. That will take you to our Patreon page where you can check out the support levels we have to offer. And we try to do this show as often as we can, Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. You can join us at loudpipes.net slash live. Uh, download the Mixler application, M-I-X-L-R. Put that on your smartphone. You'll get a notification as soon as we go live. And you can chat with us as well as other riders during the show. Additional information from this episode, including links and images, can be found on our website, loudpipes.net slash 134 for this one. You'll find some links there to leave us some feedback, subscribe to the show, and follow us on social media. All right, Brother Hogan. Still there? Yeah. Kickstands up? Let's do this, Brutus. All right, Johnny John. All right, everyone be safe. Good night. Thank you for listening. Please consider supporting the show. We offer generous rewards for your contribution. Find more details at loudpipes.net forward slash donate.